Good afternoon. Uh, welcome to day one of reInvent, and welcome to um, session, the, the session BAP 208, where we'll talk about um, Amazon WorkDocs, how you could use Amazon WorkDocs as a solution uh, to say goodbye to your network file shares. Um, my name is Manoj Nair. I'm a technical program manager on the WorkDocs team. On stage with me, I have Harshit Shah, who is an engineering manager on the team. And we'll also be joined by Adam Gruber, um, some ways down in the presentation. Adam uh, works for Stratus Solution, who is a WorkDocs customer. Um, between us, we hopefully uh, have, um, have enough information packed in this rather full agenda that'll give you all the information that you're looking for from this session. Uh, a quick um, overview of the agenda. Like I said, it's a tightly packed agenda for the next 60 minutes. Um, we would, um, we, we, like we normally start, we, we anchor all of our talks, all of the, all of the points that we want to make in, um, in business landscape. So we anchor them into business problems. What problems are we trying to solve? And then we tease that into how we are solving the problem for, for our customers. So we'll do that first before we go into an over, overview of, um, of the product itself. So we'll go into an overview of WorkDocs as a service, WorkDocs Drive. We'll follow that up with key use cases so that you can anchor the, 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 the capabilities that the product is having to actual business cases that customers have um, implemented to solve these problems. Once we've done that, uh, we, will, uh, we will do a, a slight context switch a more technical context switch, if you will, where we will do um, a deeper dive into uh, WorkDocs Drive features. We will actually do a live demo for you where we will show you end user features, admin features, so that um, you have an understanding of what the product has in terms of capabilities today. And then we will match it with an under the hood um, uh, technical deep dive that will show you some of the engineering work that, we have, that has gone behind building, um, building the product. And we'll try and wrap all of that up uh, by, by providing you a roadmap that you can possibly take away uh, when you folks are thinking about, uh, about doing network file share migrations. And then most important of all is the Q&A session in the end. So the, the sessions that we do, um, we do for all of our, uh, our customers, we, uh, we, we really believe that um, it's, it's a two-way conversation. One is, of course, us telling you uh, the, of the offerings we have, the solutions we have can help you solve your problems. And the second part, which is the more important part for us, is you telling us whether what we have is actually meeting your requirements, and if not, what are the gaps that we can address? So we dearly, dearly value the Q&A sessions. Uh, please take time to come by, meet, meet with us, talk to us um, when the session is through um, so that we can get the right feedback. So before I go any further, with a quick show of hands, how many of you have one or more file share servers in your enterprise today? Whoa, that's like 95, 90 to 95% of the room. Good news. All right, second question, I promise this will be the last. How many of you are familiar with Amazon WorkDocs? Okay, that's roughly about 5%. I'd say that's a good response, and here's why. Because you have a problem, we have a solution, and hopefully in the next 50 minutes or so, we'll be able to match the problem with the solution, and you'd be able to walk away with some interesting ideas on what you could possibly do. So uh, without much further ado, let's go in. Uh, what are we talking about in terms of, of business landscape? So today, um, 
I don't think there's anything on the slide that, that you folks don't understand really, really well or you folks don't empathize with. Businesses are 24 by seven operations these days. Um, they never shut their doors. They never stop operating. They have customers worldwide. They pretty much have to operate all through the year, 24 by seven, like we said. And they operate in an extremely fast-paced environment uh, where there is no room for complacency or errors. You have over 40% of, of the workforce who expects to work remotely at any point in time with uninterrupted access to their data. So the fact that they are working um, remotely or they are working uh, within the corporate network is, is just um, a, a minor detail. They expect access to their data at any point in time, no matter where they are. And then all of this has to be done by folks, uh, by the IT admin folks, by, by the infrastructure folks. They have to make sure that this is, uh, these, this, uh, the, the ability that the customers expect in, in terms of having a secure, easy sharing solution um, is, is available because it seriously affects business productivity. Any business you go, no matter what the business is doing, uh, whether it is selling consumer durables or it's selling a hi-fi tech product or any of that, uh, data is what drives the success, the continuity of the business and the success of the business. So it's very, very important to have secure and easy sharing. And here is why traditional approaches don't scale in this current environment. Um, the, 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 if, you, if you remember 10 years ago, file sharing was very simple. You have a Windows server, you create an SMB shared, and you're done, and people access the share and they're gone. And they, and they do all their work through those SMB shares. Or you create, you give every, every employee a device that they attach to their, um, to their desktops and laptops, and they have their own personal storage, and that's taken care of. Those things are changing today. There are complex requirements, not just with regard to how much storage people want, but also in terms of how they want to share. They want to be able to share with coworkers. They want to share with external, external stakeholders. They want to share with external consultants. There's a whole gamut of personas out there that people want to share uh, and collaborate with without having any impediment of any sort. And of course, that's coupled with an explosion of data. Today, um, there isn't, uh, if, if you ask a normal person about how much data they generate in a day-to-day, -day, the answer you would get is a shrug of the shoulder and says, I don't know. In reality, they are, they, are, they are probably generating gigabytes of data any given day, whether they're working on Word documents, PowerPoint slides, heavy multimedia files, and so on and so forth. So there's this huge explosion of data that has become very hard to corral in traditional environments. How much more can you extend an existing file share server? How much more storage can you add? How many more admins can you throw at it? It becomes, a, it is not a scale invariant problem anymore. So that approach doesn't scale. And of course, last but not the least is, is the um, security, governance, and compliance issues. Any day today, any, any, any day of the week today, you open up uh, the newspaper, you open up a technical newspaper, or you search Google, or you just look at Google News, you will probably see um, one or more um, news entries about how uh, security for a company was compromised, or data was leaked, or more importantly, how some important business function couldn't get done because the data was not available on time. So all of, there's this huge increasing scrutiny, not just on, on, on security aspects itself, but also in terms of compliance and governance that enterprises implicitly have to sign up to these days. So these are, uh, are, are, are issues, and, and there is just not a way for enterprise admins to be able to go look at what the current compliance is, figure out how to be compliant, and go through all of those exercises and making all of their storage solutions, all of their network file shares compliant. It's just not scalable from a human perspective. So the traditional approaches 
uh, that have applied in the past and may have worked well in the past do not really apply um, in, uh, in, uh, in, in, in current environments. So what do we have, how do we solve that, this problem? Um, we offer you Amazon WorkDocs as, uh, as the solution to the problems we just talked about. Amazon WorkDocs is a secure, fully managed file storage solution in, uh, from AWS that provides rich collaboration facilities, tight administrative controls with anytime, anywhere access on, on desktops, laptops, and mobile devices. In addition, we have a very rich SDK that allows businesses to go build their custom solutions on top of the storage solution. And of course, we have our, um, uh, the, the standard model that applies to all AWS services in terms of um, having a pay-as-you-go model, where you don't have to pay uh, for any software licenses or any advanced reservations. You just pay what you use, for, pay, pay, pay for the service based on what you use, and you move on. So it's a perfectly um, compatible um, model in terms of how you would have um, otherwise when you use the service. Um, Complementing um, the, the WorkDoc service is the product we call Amazon WorkDocs Drive. So in this session, we're focusing on Amazon WorkDocs Drive because, like we just said, Drive complements uh, the service to provide the end-to-end -end facility that will allow you to go look for an alternative um, to the traditional network file shares. So traditional network file shares normally have two parts to them. There is the server component, and then there's this client component. The server component, um, you can say, is analogous to WorkDoc service. The client component is what uh, we, 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 we refer to as Amazon WorkDocs Drive. So what is WorkDocs Drive? Um, it is the component from, um, from, the, from the service that extends your desktop to the cloud. It allows you to work on your files just like you would work on your desktop files seamlessly. So it gives you seamless access to your files um, in the AWS cloud. It allows you to, 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 to securely collaborate with team members, with other people that you're allowed to share with from the service as a whole. And you never, ever run out of hard disk space. In fact, the whole concept of hard disk space is, 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 does not apply or is not relevant um, to Amazon WorkDocs Drive. So let's, take a, uh, uh, let's, let's peel back the covers and take a deeper look at some of the benefits that WorkDocs Drive has. Um, we just talked about the, the, the first benefit that you see in the top um, left-hand corner, uh, which is around the concept of space. So there is no concept of space that is required locally on desktops or laptops um, or with regard to Amazon Drive. What Amazon Drive does is gives you a representation of your storage space in the cloud in the service. So it frees up all of the local disk space. There is no local disk space used for your files. You stream the files on demand. So we know the famous 80-20 or the 90-10 rule, right? You might have hundreds of files, but it's not really um, practical uh, to, to assume that you would be using all of these 100 files and be touching all of those 100 files every day. In fact, you would be touching about 10% of those files in a day-to-day -day work. So the interesting model we have here is you will only, the, the files you touch are streamed to your, uh, to your desktops or your laptops in real time. You work on them. When you're finished working on them, the changes are streamed back to the service. So it's all working on demand when you need, as opposed to front-loading everything that, that, uh, that is presumed to be needed by you. 
And then um, if, you, if you look at that model, this, the next natural question you have is, oh, what if I don't have network access? It's possible that you don't have network access all the time. You've, uh, you've got on a flight to come to Vegas for reInvent. You probably didn't have, um, have network access for a couple of hours or so. Uh, might be the same if you're going to um, a public place where there isn't network access. So what do you do in those cases? In those cases, WorkDocs Drive allows you or provides a facility to help uh, to mark files off for offline use. So through simple user interface um, experiences, you can mark one or more files for offline use. They are seamlessly made available to you when the network is not available. You can keep working on them just like you would work with a file on your C drive or, or on one of your local drives. And when network connectivity comes back up, the changes that you've made gets automatically synced back to the cloud. Um, so these are, uh, so the, 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 the one thing that, um, that I, I should have touched upon before I walked into the benefits is the philosophy behind how we are building the product. So the, there, are, there are a couple of models that normally apply when you look at, 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 at such services and functions. One is you expect the users to go lift and shift all of their, their data and their experiences, move from whatever it is they're using to a new service. That's one model. The other model is we would say, hey, you know what? Continue, using, you continue with your experiences as you were, were, were doing, doing last week or last month. So say you're using, um, you're using uh, Windows Explorer to be able to access your files. Stay in that model. Use your Windows Explorer to access your files. Say you're using Word, you're using Excel to edit your files on the local drive, stay in that model. We will bring WorkDocs to you. We will bring WorkDocs to your desktops and your laptops and give you the experience that, that you value opposed to taking you from your desktops to the service. So that's the core philosophy that we have when we, when we design the product and we design other features, uh, functions and features of the service. So in keeping with that, the first two uh, benefits we talked about is perfectly that. You stay in your environment that you're familiar and comfortable with, we will bring the service to you. In addition to that, we'd also like to bring the additional capabilities the service has to light up your experience on your desktops. So like a, a traditional SMB share, does not give you um, the, the, the refined search capabilities you're looking for, does not give you notifications on new files that you should be looking at, does not give you notifications on activities on existing files that, that, um, that people have collaborated with you so that you can focus on the, on the files that are important. All of these experiences we bring down from the service and, and, and surface it through WorkDocs Drive. So you're not only working with just a volume or just a data drive, but you're working with an interactive component that tells you the important things that you need to focus on in terms of your files and folders. And of course, uh, we, we do all of this with enterprise-grade uh, security. So the biggest, uh, the, the, the question that we get asked by our customers most often is the concept of control. So what happens when suddenly you have all these files that are sitting on-prem, they're going to the service in the cloud, how do we handle security? What is the security model? What is the control model? All of the security and control models that you experience um, that you're used to on your local, SMB your local SMB servers, we have an equivalent of that in the service to be able to give you the control that you're looking for. 
And of course, you can scale. So the, big, the one big point, if you remember two slides ago, we talked about was a scale invariancy problem. The fact that today you have a terabyte of data, tomorrow you have 10 terabytes of data, maybe next month you have petabytes, petabytes of data, not an issue at all with our service. The service can scale uh, seamlessly based upon your requirements, and all of, your scale, uh, all of the scale that you desire that you configured on the service is reflected on your uh, PC and Mac. So the, the, those are some of the benefits. There are much, much more, but we chose to focus on some of the explicit benefits that make sense from the use case we talked about. Let's just switch context a bit now and talk about the actual use cases that you can apply these benefits to. So we're mapping the benefits we talked about to actual use cases. And one of the use cases that we've commonly heard about is this concept of home drive and team drive. So no matter what kind of business you're looking at or you're working for, be it a small, small or medium business, be it an enterprise, you will always have two sets of data. One is data that users have, as you call as, as their private data. So they have their own files that they work with on a day-to-day -day basis. And they normally store this in their own, um, own, own drives or own private shares. These are normally called home drives. And then they have a separate set of, of, share, uh, of files that they collaborate with, with their coworkers, with consultants, with external stakeholders, et cetera. These are normally stored on what's called team drives. Um, the, uh, the home drives are normally accessed as a local volume in some cases. In some cases, they are accessed as SMB shares, WAC WAC server name, WAC, um, WAC share, WAC my user. And they normally map these network drives to, uh, into, their, um, into their PCs, if it's Windows Explorer as a map drive, if it's, Macs, uh, if it's, a, if it's a Mac again as map drives, and they work on these, on these files, uh, on, 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 um, they, they work on these files through the concept of these map drives. We have uh, the, the, uh, the very similar facilities in, as far as work dogs drives is concerned. And the first use case that you can actually enable is to be able to replace this whole concept of home drives and team drives and start using work dogs drive exclusively for both those scenarios. The big thing uh, that we, uh, we talk about there is the unchanged desktop experience. Like we said, we believe that uh, the easiest way for you to transition to starting using the service is to make sure that your core critical experiences remain unchanged. So if you're working in, work docs, in, in Windows Explorer or if you're working in Mac Finder, you continue to work in those, in those experiences, albeit your, the fact that you're actually accessing the files in, work docs, uh, in the WorkDocs service. We talked about how you're able to quickly find files, uh, finding the latest versions. You don't have to worry about the fact that there are multiple versions of files. There are files being, uh, the, the files that have been updated recently. WorkDocs Drive makes it, makes it very seamless and makes it, it it's, it's just aut automatic in that sense where always the latest versions of the files that have been updated are made available for you to be able to view, to be able to work on, and then of course sync your changes back if that's required. Um, aside from that, uh, we have uh, a bunch of, uh, like we said, we have a, a bunch of rich collaborative facilities. So you can do things like, um, like, uh, like locking files before you want to edit them in case you don't want your changes to be seen by others. You want to be able to share these files using a link. You want to be able to share these files specifically with other, um, other users using their email address and their names. You can do all of that by simply right-clicking on a file, right-clicking on a folder, you get the context menu, just like you would in, in, with any other file or folder in, Word, in Windows Explorer, say, and be able to take the appropriate action and be on your way. 
And of course, um, you can do all of this, like we said, uh, with, uh, with not just the native, um, uh, native menu and functionality in Explorer, but also the extended functionality that is available to you when you right-click on files and folders in WorkDocs Drive. So we talked about, um, about the use cases a bit, and um, what, what we thought was we would map the use cases to actual implementations customers have done to solve some of those use cases um, that we just talked about. Um, we, uh, we, uh, on this slide, we have three examples, and on purpose, we've chosen an entire spectrum. So we have a medium business, we have a large enterprise, and we have a small business. And the, and, and the, the takeaway you can have from this slide is the fact that, uh, that it, there isn't a, a, a linear um, uh, correlation between the scale that is expected by a customer and what the service can do. The service seamlessly scales then seamlessly has the, the functionality provided to be able to meet any of the, uh, the, the, the use cases or scenarios they want to enable. So for example, Condé Nast, um, their, their primary use case was to be able to provide a low-cost network share, they, and, and they also have a large number of non-technical users, so it was very, very important for them to not have them change their current experiences uh, using, uh, using their, uh, their Windows PCs and their Mac drives. So they were very insistent that these Custom, these users should continue to be able to use uh, their files and folders using Windows Explorer, using Mac Finder, be able to edit these files and not have to move the environment that they're comfortable with. That was the primary use case. They enabled it using WorkDocs Drive and, 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 um, and, and of course, the WorkDocs service in the back end. And today, they have a, a zero, uh, the, the headcount that they've allocated to managing this infrastructure is 0 0.5 um, uh, man user. Um, in terms of being able to manage that uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. So it's practically no, no administration cost whatsoever. All they have to do is be able to answer a few technical questions, be able to do a deployment, and they are done. So that was Condé Nast. Um, Amazon IT is another big um, in, uh, customer for us, albeit internal, but a very important customer for us. Amazon IT today um, services over half a million Amazonians um, uh, on, a, on, a, on a daily basis. They have multiple services, and one of the critical services that they have is this concept of home drive and, um, and, and network shares. So Amazon, uh, Amazon IT has today migrated all of their user home drives to Amazon WorkDocs. So as an Amazonian, if I join the company or if I have been in the company and I'm using Home Drive, today my Home Drive resides in Amazon WorkDocs as opposed to uh, network share in the cloud. They're also actively working on, um, on retiring their legacy network servers and migrating that data for uh, team drive scenarios uh, into WorkDocs, which will save them millions of dollars per year. And the last uh, customer we want to talk about here is Signet, who is a, um, a smallish, small, a small business. If you if you really want to look at it from a, from an employee count, they are a small business, but they have a very critical operation um, in the um, oil and gas industry, and 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 their use cases are pretty much similar to what we talked about um, uh, for Condé Nast. So they have a core set of technical people who have to be able to manage a set of um, uh, file share servers, and they wanted to be able to have these, the files distributed across multiple regional, um, uh, regional departments and also uh, offshore vessels. They have about 100 to 150 offshore vessels that each need to carry their own documentation. 
Um, they had all sorts of problems trying to implement that with, their, uh, with um, uh, uh, network file shares with a DFS-based implementation, and they had, had, they had serious overheads in terms of administration and extensibility and all of that, all of those factors that we talked about. They moved on to WorkDocs um, with the WorkDocs Drive solution, and today are able to use, have enabled all of their online scenarios, all of their offline scenarios, uh, and, and have had no, absolutely no problem whatsoever in being able to have this distributed file sharing model that is extremely complex uh, for, a, for a small business. So those are some of the use cases that, uh, that map, map to the um, home drive, team drive um, scenario we talked about. And now quickly, um, moving to the second aspect, the one thing that we hear from our customers uh, when we talk about migrating uh, network shares is this whole aspect of control. It's easily understandable. You have, an, you have a network file share server, you have these device, network share devices that are all resident on your corporate network. You have a secure corporate boundary. You don't have to worry about any of the complex sharing scenarios. You don't have to worry about security. You don't have to worry about access and a bunch of other things. Now, when you move this whole um, infrastructure, the data, the security, the permissions, when you move it to the cloud, there is this sense of what kind of control do you have? And, and, um, and, and like we've talked about before, the one thing that we pay attention to is the fact that we'd like to give administrators the same level of control that they are used to and that they're comfortable with when they administer on-prem file servers. So we have um, IP fencing as a feature that allows you to, uh, to fence, uh, to, to specify IP addresses that your clients can connect from, um, essentially giving a fenced, um, a fenced access uh, to your files, uh, files and folders that are uploaded to WorkDocs. Um, we also allow configuration of sharing rules. So it is not required that once you upload these files, suddenly everything becomes open to the world and people can share who, whatever they want with whoever they want. That is not a model that, um, that our customers are comfortable with. What they'd like to do is to be able to control the type of sharing people can do and to be able to also track and audit the sharing activities that people are doing. And for that, we have um, near real-time feeds. We have uh, a bunch of security settings that give that level of comfort and control to enterprise admins as they, um, as they move, this, uh, move their file share servers um, to WorkDocs. Um, in addition to that, we have a, a set of uh, deployment um, features. Uh, there is uh, Amazon WorkDocs Drive is built and distributed as an MSI package that administrators can easily deploy using, um, using group policy in Windows Active Directory if they do have Active Directory deployed. If they don't, they can simply have a scripted deployment uh, which takes um, pre-configured inputs and, and, uh, and can easily set up the work dogs drive for their target customers. So deployment at scale is an easy, is an easy um, facility that, uh, that, that is provided out of the box for you. And, and we top that up with, um, with uh, easy configurations. So you have fine-grained control over how much of storage your, uh, your users can use. You can either set it as a site-wide level, where you can say, all my users will have 
um, a specific set of storage, be it one gigabyte, 10 gigabytes, or, or one terabyte, as the case may be. Or you can say, I have specific users who have large requirements, and you can configure for specific storage requirements for those users so that you have the kind of granular control you need in terms of storage consumption that your users can have. And all of this is extremely elastic. You can set it to a terabyte today, you can set it to two terabytes tomorrow, and the service will, will seamlessly scale to your storage requirements without you having to do anything other than simply specifying the storage limit in the admin controls. And of course, uh, the, 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 the last part we talked about was the, um, uh, uh, was the regulatory compliance aspects. So AWS as a whole is, is very, very about compliance uh, and certifications. And they're constantly looking at what are the certifications and compliance, um, uh, compliance requirements that our customers need, that our customers require to keep their businesses going. And we're constantly working to update our compliance um, certifications. As you can see, there's a whole list of compliance that WorkDocs has worked very hard over the past, past year to, be, uh, to enable. I won't read through all of them, but suffice to say that we have a model that, is e that, is, that requires absolutely no input from you. You use the service, the service is naturally compliant with all of these certifications, and you can simply start using the service from day one and be compliant without having to do any extra tasks. And of course, in terms of, uh, of physical uh, data security, this is not something that is, um, that is unique to, uh, to WorkDocs. Uh, the physical uh, data security in terms of uh, how we implement um, access controls, how we have data, data um, disaster recovery controls at the data center level, et cetera, is applicable to all AWS services, as you must be well aware by now. So all of this gives you a sense of security in terms of how um, uh, from, an, uh, from an administrator's perspective, how secure and how reliant the WorkDoc service is. And, and, and here again, uh, we're switching, we are switching the context to customers. So here are a set of customers who actually had a lot of, paid a lot of attention, had a lot of focus on the kind of administrative controls that WorkDoc services had, which acted as a, a, a key requirement when they made a decision to move it to the service. Um, Halliburton, for example, uh, their key requirement was to be able to have an elastic and scalable service, a solution built on top of WorkDocs, where the users could be added in an automated fashion through a website, and when they were added, they were automatically provisioned with a given set of, um, uh, with a given set of storage, and they, were they had to be given access to specific type of clients. All of this is done programmatically with zero admin intervention as part, uh, if, you, if you look at the, um, the, the user onboarding workflow. So that was um, a key requirement. They also had the requirement about users being able to access their data anytime, anywhere, through, um, the, through their um, uh, desktops, their PCs, or through their mobile devices. And um, they implemented the solution using, uh, using um, Amazon WorkDocs, specifically with WorkDocs Drive uh, through Amazon Workspaces. Um, Gateway was, uh, is an engineering organization, um, is a mechanical, a civil engineering organization who does not believe in spending too much time or resources in terms of, uh, of managing that IT infrastructure. They have been with us uh, for, for many years now, and they've implemented a secure share with, um, 
with WorkDocs Drive, giving access to all of their employees, uh, giving access to files for all of their employees. And the applications that they use, the, the most important thing was the applications that they currently use, the CAD CAM applications, the design applications, none of that had to be changed. They can keep using those applications the way they were using them last year or the year before, and simply access the files in WorkDocs Drive edit them, and be able to uh, make sure that the edits are, are synchronized with the service, and they're able to share these, these rather large files, engineering files, with, um, with their colleagues and, and, and as part of their normal workflow processes. And of course, uh, the last customer we have here again is Amazon Tax. Amazon Tax is another internal customer. Um, um, they, are, uh, they handle all of the tax responsibilities for all of Amazon. So it's a huge organization with very, very, um, very stringent requirements in terms of compliance and governance, and not to mention scale and internet access to, um, to their employees in, um, around the world. So they previously were using an on-prem file share with a custom application built on top, top, of the, uh, top of the file share that was very expensive to maintain, very hard to manage, and did not have the scale characteristics that they needed uh, as their employee strength grew and their uh, access requirements grew. They moved to a solution um, using WorkDocs and WorkDocs Drive, and, um, and as of today, perform all of their tax obligations and tax, tax duties using the service, uh, using a custom solution built on top of Amazon WorkDocs and Amazon WorkDocs Drive. So those are um, some of the scenarios that we, we, that we thought would be useful for you. I now have the pleasure to invite Adam Gruber from Status Solution. Adam has been a, a, um, a long-time WorkDocs customer, and he'll talk to you about experiences he's had using thanks, Solution. Thanks a lot, Manoj. Uh, can everybody hear me? Yep. Yeah. So uh, my name's Adam Gruber. I'm the technical program manager for Stratus Solutions. Uh, so Stratus is an AWS cons government consulting partner who specializes in security infrastructure and development operations for both government or public sector customers as well as commercial enterprises. Uh, so the main, the main point of, of my being here today is to kind of go over some of the use cases that we've went through with regards to WorkDocs, um, to talk about cloud governance at scale and kind of our approach to that, uh, and then finally go into the implementation and some of the benefits that we've realized from using WorkDocs. Um, to just, just to start with some of the use cases that we've encountered along the way, uh, specifically with our public sector customer. Um, so essentially, the VDI solution of choice for a lot of our customers is Amazon Workspaces. Uh, we found it to be extremely scalable and reliable. So the seamless integration between WorkDocs and WorkDocs Drive to Amazon Workspaces was absolutely critical, and it made our jobs a lot easier. Uh, also, obviously, cost is always a factor. So in that tight coupling, uh, being able to, to kind of play them off of each other and, and allowed us to further reduce costs, which was also helpful. Um, because of the fact that our, our, our customers are in the government or the public sector, right, security is always at the forefront of our mindset. So making sure that we're implementing a file sharing and storage solution that is secure out of the box um, obviously takes compliance into account. Um, but in addition, has the ability to do near real-time uh, logging and auditing of any sort of data access or events um, is, is also huge. And then finally, being able to granularly set permissions at the file and object level while also giving the users the ability to, to set those permissions as well. It increases security, but it also allows us to push off some of the administrative lift that would come with having to manage these you know, at, a, at the highest level. 
And then finally, uh, one of the main reasons why a lot of customers come to us and want to move into the cloud is to create a collaborative environment. So essentially to allow end users and project teams you know, to have a shared environment that they can foster collaboration and, and increase collaboration. Uh, so again, WorkDocs helps to further that mission as well, being obviously a collaborative service and allowing for collaborative file editing as well. Um, so I just wanted to kind of start at the top level of, of our approach to what a well-architected cloud governance solution looks like, right? And, and the reason for this is, is this is obviously at the highest level, and as we drill down further, we'll eventually get to how WorkDocs fits into this overall picture. So these are the six pillars that we look at when we're implementing any cloud-based environment. Um, Basically, the, the key thing to take away from this is that all of these can be implemented separately, but there are key integration points that exist across all of these technologies and all of these methodologies that need to be taken into account when you're first designing this environment. Uh, it helps to create a holistic ecosystem that allows us to manage the accounts, man manage the cloud presence more effectively. So obviously, end user access, that's the VDI technology. Workspaces is, is our uh, VDI technology of choice. Um, bundled services, this is the shared service component or the central services that we give users access to for them to be able to increase collaboration. Um, this is where WorkDocs plays a heavy role. Networking, so this is something that, that obviously from the, from the onset when you have one account, it's relatively trivial to, to implement, but when you start talking about scaling out to 1,000 accounts or when you start throwing curveballs like lack of transitive routing or needing a central ingress or egress point, that's where building a, a, an architecture in the beginning really helps to make sure that you can scale. Um, security services, uh, we, we actually built a logging framework that allows us to leverage a lot of Amazon services as well as other third-party services to create a pipeline that handles all of the aggregation all the way to, through to an um, analysis of log data to make sure that we're not dropping anything on the floor. Um, putting this in place on day one uh, allows you to make, maintain full provenance over that logging posture throughout the history of your environment. Uh, the certification and accreditation strategy. So this is mostly for the public sector customers, but the ATO or authority to operate process is something that can be quite cumbersome. So we have to make sure that using our experience, we've created a methodology that allows us to streamline that and go through it even faster. And then finally, the governance of cloud accounts. And this goes back to, again, when you have one account, governance is not necessarily an issue, but when you start scaling that out and get to 1,000 accounts, you have to make sure that you're taking account management, budget enforcement, and compliance automation in, into account at all times. Uh, you have to have some way to tame the cloud, essentially. Uh, so just to go into this case study, and, and this is the specific case study where we implemented WorkDocs effectively. Um, it was for an environment called Evo that we created for a national security customer. Uh, this environment was intended to be able to scale up to and even exceed 20,000 users. Uh, we're around 1,000 right now and, and growing every day. Uh, the major use case for this environment was to foster software development and collaboration among software developers. So some of the initial elements of the Evo vision, uh, the two that most directly apply to WorkDoc specifically, are to create a bunch of collabor uh, collaboration services, which WorkDocs is a part of, uh, but then also to increase the security and audit analysis of the environment. So WorkDocs being able to plug directly into that helps to obviously further that mission. Um, some of the other elements, which I won't go into too much detail on, but 
basically making sure that there's reliable and highly available access to the environment is, is, is a must. Um, being able to utilize Amazon's utility cloud capacity was important. And then uh, to support the developer mission, being able to have an automatic source code import and create some access to developer tools was also something that we were looking at. So when we were looking at implementing WorkDoc specifically, um, one of the things we wanted to make sure that we did was we didn't just set it up manually and kind of leave it there and operate it manually, right? We wanted to add as many efficiencies and automations as possible to ease both the deployment and the maintenance afterwards. So starting at the top here, uh, and uh, as Manoj alluded to earlier, right, we were able to fully automate the deployment of WorkDocs and WorkDocs Drive specifically to all of our Amazon workspaces using uh, Active Directory GPOs. Not only that, we were able to leverage the built-in single sign-on capability so that our users didn't have to necessarily log in twice. They logged into their workspace, they were immediately put into WorkDocs Drive. It was caused, it cured a lot of headaches, for sure. Um, also, WorkDocs was able to fully integrate with the current MFA solution that we were using already for all of our workspaces. So there was no need to retrofit or go back and refactor our MFA to make sure that WorkDocs could fit into it. That all worked on day one. Um, then there's the logging piece and the security piece. Obviously, being able to have uh, near real-time access to all of the log data and be able to add that into our log pipeline that I mentioned earlier and have that flow automatically to our analysis stack was something that just very much eased the administrative burden of us having to build something custom for this solution. This all worked as soon as we set it up very seamlessly with other Amazon services. So the most important thing that I wanted to touch on here was the orchestration automation piece uh, because that's where I think the real power of WorkDocs and Amazon actually come into play. Uh, so because of the APIs and the SDKs that WorkDocs and, and, and uh, workspaces make available, we've been able to automate a lot of the manual sustainment or maintenance processes that we haven't been able to do thus far. So just two quick examples of that. Um, we created, uh, using a bunch of other Amazon services such as uh, Step Functions, Lambda, SNS, uh, and then obviously leveraging the APIs of, of many other Amazon services, we, we were able to create a user offboarding uh, workflow, which essentially detects when a user has been inactive for 30 days. Um, it archives all of their data from any workspaces, uh, work docs, email, any of the EC2 instances that they've, they've spun up, archives all that data to S3, and then destroys anything that the user created, right? And, and the reason for this is, is twofold, right? We obviously wanna save the customer money by if the user's not using the system, let's destroy what, what they have stood up that's costing our customer money. But at the same time, we wanna make sure that we keep that user's data in the event they come back to the environment or we need to perform some sort of security incident analysis or something of that nature, right? So we make sure that we maintain the chain of custody on that. Um, another example was we, we uh, initially were using another uh, third party vendor for, to accomplish our storage solution, uh, or storage capability. Uh, this, this product was a SaaS and, and we were uh, basically, because of compliance issues, we had to quickly switch to another solution, and that ended up being WorkDocs. But we were able to seamlessly migrate all of our users' data, um, utilizing the APIs and the SDKs that WorkDocs makes available um, overnight, essentially. Uh, that migration could have, could have been extremely painful, and, and because of the automation capabilities of WorkDocs, it absolutely was not. Uh, so finally, the last thing I wanted to talk about were some of the benefits that were realized because of our implementation of WorkDocs and, and WorkDocs Drive. Uh, 
Uh, so specifically, and this all goes back to kind of how we implemented it and, how, and the automations that we put into place. Uh, but to start off with, just the implementation and deployment uh, time was reduced by 75%. We also managed to save 80% in the implementation labor as well. This all goes back to being able to autom automatically deploy this using GPOs and the fact that it just worked out of box with a lot of our technologies. Uh, more importantly, though, in my opinion, is the savings in labor. We were able to save 90% uh, in O&M labor specifically, so operations and maintenance. Uh, this goes back to all of the automated workflows that we were able to fully orchestrate in order to eliminate a lot of these manual processes. So this was something that, that saved us and continues to save us every day. Um, the logging and security piece was huge, being able to plug that in right away. That was something that our customer would not have approved the solution for if, if that was not in place. And obviously the out-of-box compliance was one of the reasons why we decided to switch to WorkDocs in the first place from our previous vendor. Uh, and then finally, the user experience. We've had nothing but positive feedback over the UI and how it operates and um, both WorkDocs GUI and then also the WorkDocs Drive client. Um, it's all been fantastic. So I have nothing but good things to say about it. Uh, so thanks for your time. I'm going to pass it back over to these guys, and they're going to go through their demo. Thanks. Thank you, Adam. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Adam. It's always a pleasure listening to how a customer actually implemented a solution in real life and actually saw savings coming out of the solution. All right. So um, at this point, we will, um, we will um, uh, change um, uh, tack a bit. We will actually go into uh, a little more a technical aspect of the talk where we will do a demo. We will show you actual end user features in WorkDocs Drive. And we will also talk a bit about under the hood in terms of the actual implementation. So it gives you a holistic view of the product itself. And Harshit uh, would, be, um, would be taking over on this part. Sounds good. Thanks, Manoj. <coughs> so you heard about uh, how our customers are using WorkDocs Drive. Um, in this demo, I'm going to show you three things. First and foremost, how familiar this experience looks like for your users when they are moving away from network file share and adopting WorkDocs Drive. The second part of my demo is going to focus on how new experiences and capabilities are going to light up for your user when they adopt cloud file share like WorkDocs. And third part of the demo is going to focus on all the controls for the admin that we talk about how easy it is to configure for your organization, for your teams, and for your users. I logged into my Windows PC over here, and the first thing that I noticed that WorkDocs Drive is appearing as a network location in my Windows File Explorer, right there as a W drive. Looks familiar. You might have seen Drive later anywhere from M to Z. WorkDocs Drive provides a similar experience your user, your application does not need to change anything. It just works. When I'm accessing WorkDocs Drive, uh, it shows me the set of content that I have available for access. What you will notice over here that I could have large amount of data. Uh, this particular account that is configured for me has a terabyte of storage assigned to me as my quota. And uh, it does not matter how much disk space I have on my machine. I am able to access these files, even though they, these are large files, some of the media files that I have, which are over gigabytes in size. But I am able to see this. It is not occupying the disk space. Only when I access on demand, it is streamed from the cloud on my desktop. 
This improves the security posture as well because the data leakage is prevented. I'm able to access lots of files that I have uh, available on my computer, uh, on my WorkDocs account. It does not matter whether it's hundreds of files, thousands of files, or millions of files. With one terabyte of storage, the possibilities are endless. But not only that, uh, what WorkDocs Drive provides is extension to these experiences right into Windows File Explorer. Let's take a look. Here I have a set of files which are any file types from office file formats to PDF or images. Now, when user have files or when I have files, primarily there are three actions I do. I look at the content of the file, I make changes to the file, or I collaborate or I share the file. All those actions are available with a simple right-click action when on the file itself with a context menu that is embedded into the shell which says Amazon Workstock Drive, and these are the actions that are available to the user. Let's take this particular example. There is an image file, but I do not have a good application to view the content of this file. Amazon Workstock supports preview of over 30, 40 different file types. And with a simple click over here, I can open in the browser, and that view is available to me to see what is the content of the file. I don't need to install any application, no software is required, and I can view the content of all the files that I have for the preview which are supported. In addition to that, I can also quickly share the file. So Manoj over here needs some education on American football, so I made a presentation for him. And I wanted to share um, this presentation uh, with him where I can copy a web link and with a simple click, I can share that uh, information with Manoj. No more attachment, no more sending the data through your chat or email application as an attachment. This improves the security because the sharing happens with the uh, right controls and right permissions. Now, all of you have run into this situation where you are making changes to your file and somebody else is overwriting it. How do we prevent that? And what WorkDocs Drive provides is you can, while you are uh, making changes to the file, you can lock the file. What you will observe that it provides these visual clues, whether the, whether the file is in the cloud with a cloud icon, whether it's a lock with a lock icon, or whether it's available uh, on your machine uh, with a uh, local copy. Now that it says it's locked and it has also opened for me, I can go and make some changes, but I'm very sure that nobody else is able to overwrite my changes. When I'm done with the changes, and I'm going to save this file, at that point of time, all my changes right there are getting synced to the cloud and available to anybody who has that content, and I can unlock the file and continue with my uh, other work. So these are the first part of the demo where how familiar this experience looks like, and more importantly, uh, how it extends the experience. Go ahead. Why do the people who are editing the same file, do they get notified while I, as a user, making change? We provide the visual clue from any applications, from our web client to mobile or WorkDocs Drive, 
when they are looking at that resources, they will be able to see that this particular file or content at that point of time is being locked. When they try to make changes, it will get the message that uh, changes are not allowed because it is locked by XYZ. Now, um, let me show you uh, what are the possibilities with Workdocs Drive uh, when we extend the familiar experience. I invoke the Workdocs Drive UI from my system tray icon in the Windows. Looks familiar. Uh, every application has a system tray icon on the Windows. But more interestingly over here, it provides this inviting experience where it is giving me top recommendation for today. How does it determine that? We look at the models and heuristics on the projects that I'm part of, the content that I'm frequently changing and accessing, the content that is important to me. That's why it is showing up the NFL schedule for this season. But it is showing this recommendation and making user very productive. When I start my day, this is where I am starting and continuing from the work that I left yesterday. One of the important part uh, for WorkTalks Drive is to support the scenario what our customer have asked again and again, which is they want to be productive on the go. Yesterday, coming from Seattle to Vegas on my flight, I have to work on some of the blocks that my colleague had written and I wanted to review. I wanted access to this file uh, even though I did not have network connectivity. I have this content mark for my AWS reInvent as a favorite content. And with a simple click in WorkTalks Drive, I can say, store my favorite for local access. When I do that, observe over here where it is downloading this content behind the scene in a local secure cache, and which is making it possible for me that even if I do not have network connectivity, I go into the airplane mode, I am able to go and access this content, open up the file without the network connectivity. So this makes it super easy for user to access their content securely anywhere, anytime, without disruption. Now, when we have millions and millions of content, discovery becomes an important aspect. And search is built right into WorkTalks Drive. Before the session, uh, one of the attendees was asking me, what is the schedule for keynotes look like? I said, I know, but I don't remember the exact details. Let me search it. So when I'm doing the search, it instantaneously looks it up, the content that I have, and I can open that file right from the WorkDocs drive. So you don't need to worry about how your folder file structure look like. Whatever you want to discover, the search in WorkDocs drive makes it easy for you to find the content right there. Now switching the gear a little bit from uh, changing I as a user or to I as an admin. For an admin, uh, as we look through all the user scenario or the customer use cases, it's very, very important to provide these controls uh, so the management for the team, for the organization, for the department can be done based on the requirement and policies that your organization requires uh, for a particular scenario. From the WorkTalks admin dashboard, all these controls are available right there. Um, we talked about the storage quota, whether it's from uh, site level for all organization or whether it's at the user level. For this particular user myself, if I want to go and configure, I can change my storage quota from one terabyte to say 100 terabyte. 
Or if I want to ring fence the, on a IP fencing for my organization for the access, I'm able to do that with a simple uh, configuration of the CDR IP block uh, right in the admin control. And all the security controls to allow the sharing or the limit the sharing uh, or the uh, user onboarding uh, are controlled by the admin dashboard. So it makes it super easy. Now let's just make sure that the uh, storage that quota that I change is able to give me the required quota that I'm looking for. And look at that, 100 terabyte of my drive right there. This does not require multi-weeks of planning to add capacity or do the management or worry about the hardware failure. For your user, for your organization, the storage scales with your need. So this wraps it up in terms of how user can use it and how admin can control it. And I will, at this point of time, I switch back to uh, part of how we, are, how we have built this content for our users. Let me uh, quickly go over the, uh, some of the internals, how we build it over here. Now, when we took up this challenge of providing this experience, there are a set of core principles we wanted to address. First and foremost, we wanted to make sure that the experience is familiar right in Windows Explorer and Mac Finder. We also wanted to make sure that we extend that experience with the notification, search, and icons. Other challenge that we had is how to track these millions of file system events that are happening and translate those to the right set of API calls with WorkDocs. Third thing, because this application is running on user's machine, we wanted to ensure that it always have a low footprint for a disk, for network, for CPU, for memory. And, for, uh, and most importantly, because we want to reduce the management for the admins and organization, the always latest update is available uh, to the user. Applications auto-updates with a new set of features and fixes without doing any management on the applications. How did we make that happen? There are a set of things that we built uh, for this scenario. We built the virtual file system for Windows and Mac which is sitting on user's machine, and it interprets the set of API calls, file system API calls that are happening. Out of these millions of events, we build the intelligent optimizer, which is condensing these events and translating to the API calls for the right set of actions that are happening on the files, and uploading the content only which is needed uh, without wasting the network bandwidth. At the same time, our intelligent on-demand sync engine is providing the uh, access to the content when applications or users are accessing it. The offline tracker over here is making the changes where users want to work on their content when they are offline, but when the network connectivity is restored, all the changes that user has done are synced back to the cloud. Uh, goes without saying that security authentication is very, very important. So inbuilt modules for uh, authentications are part of it. Uh, we have the secure cache, which keeps the local copy of on-demand uh, uh, content uh, for a point in time. And then there is inbuilt modules to do the auto-updates and diagnostic for the applications. All of these are, when uh, is available to the admin, they go and take it and deploy for their teams and organizations. How to do that? 
We make the tools and the system familiar what you do for your organization with a group policy-based deployment or from system center uh, configuration manager. You can configure the MSI and provide the custom parameters, including your WorkDoc site ID. Once it is done and deployed to all your users, there are no action needed on user's part, especially if the enterprise AD is connected uh, to the WorkDocs, then the same authentication model applies. WorkDocs drive support the proxy setting. Uh, so for your firewalls and the rules that you apply for your organization, you can configure those as well. User logs into their Windows machine or Mac, and they have the WorkDocs drive available without any actions. All the cloud files right there on their machine. With that, uh, I will hand over to Manoj. Uh, he's going to go over how to do the next part of the journey. Thanks, Harshit. I'll make sure I brush up on my knowledge of American football after this session. All right, folks. So we're at the tail end of, of our presentation, and, and we wanted to wrap it up by by showing you um, contextually at least what it takes to be able to migrate your on-prem file server workloads, uh, network shares to WorkDocs. So the way we look at it is, um, uh, for most of you, you'd probably uh, snuck a grin and say this is simplistically put. What we wanted to do was give you a framework on how to start thinking about it. Obviously, the devil's in the details, but we have hopefully enough information provided to be for you to be able to think through all of the steps needed to get from your on-prem network shares to uh, a solution that is based off of um, Amazon WorkDocs. So step one is obviously planning. Um, most of you, I, I wouldn't insult your intelligence by going into aspects of planning and say, hey, you need to do this, that, and the other. The fact of the matter that we wanted to call out over here is that you can plan not just for your files, not just for your directory structures. You can also plan for file metadata and permissions. So the um, the concept that we're talking about here is that our migration kit allows you to be able to plan across all of these vectors and make sure that you have a mapping from your local network file shares to Amazon WorkDocs. You can plan for how your content looks like. You can plan how your metadata would look like. You can add additional metadata. You can also plan and map how permissions would work say NTFS file share permissions to permission the permission model that WorkDoc supports. The second thing is execution. You can go create a WorkDoc site. Um, very simply, it's, uh, you, can, you can start off, if you have an AWS account, 30 days is, uh, is, uh, is a free trial period. You can easily set up the whole, uh, whole setup very, very quickly and, and be able to go through the initial trial process to see the actual migration process works for you using the migration kit. And of course, uh, last of all is step number three. Once you've verified it all works, once you've actually done the hard yards of moving the data, permissions, metadata, et cetera, you can simply turn off your on-premise servers and start seeing instantaneous gains. So that's how we kind of outlined uh, the whole migration process. Like I said, it's kind of simplistic from a slideware perspective, but there's a lot of details that we have put in the migration kit. The link is in the slide. You should be able to click on it, go to our documentation where we talk about various migration scenarios and also have supporting software that you can use to be able to perform this action. And with that, we come towards the end. Um, like I said, getting started with WorkDocs is very, very easy, especially if you already have an AWS account. You can simply log into the AWS console, search for WorkDocs, click, click on WorkDocs, click on Quick Start, and be on your way in, in under a minute to have a fully functioning WorkDocs site with all of the functionality that we talked about, both from the site perspective and from the WorkDocs uh, drive perspective. And of course, what's more, 
first 30 days is absolutely free of charge. You don't pay a dime. You can take your time. You can go through all of the service functionality, all of the service features, and, be a, and, and decide if this is the right path for you to take when you consider your file server migration scenarios. And with that, um, we come to the end of our session. So at this point in time, we'd like to take a pause and, like I said, get into the Q&A session. We'd very, very much love for you guys to ask questions and provide us feedback. Thank you very much. Right. Okay. Harshit, do you want to take this? Yes. So the, to repeat the question, uh, is there a process or the workflow or the recommendation when the ingestion is happening from the POSIX and access by the end user is happening on the Windows? Uh, for our customers who have these scenarios, uh, the way they do the setup is uh, the extensible SDK that WorkDocs provides. Uh, there are a set of samples and uh, CLIs and tools that we have provide samples for, uh, which can be integrated with your POSIX environment to do the data ingestion. Once that data ingestion is happening to the WorkDoc site, all your users have that access uh, based on the security permissions and the sharing permissions that have been set it up, and they will be able to access through Windows environment using WorkDocs Drive. Yeah. Did we answer your question? For the POSIX, correct. And if you're, if for example, NTFS also supports the POSIX, uh, POSIX attributes. So if you are talking about common POSIX attributes, you should be able to just seamlessly do that. But if you're talking about special POSIX attributes, then yes, you'll have to roll your custom conversions. Yeah, POSIX cycles are hard. POSIX cycles are hard. I agree. Correct. And mapping it requires some. Yes. Yes, sir. Hi. Um, can you give a quick uh, comparison contrast to this and AWS Storage Gateway? AWS Storage Gateway. Yes, we definitely can talk about it. So um, uh, this will be an, an extended conversation because it depends upon the various use cases that, that you, you want to enable. But effectively, the simplest way, the quickest way I can answer your question is AWS Storage Gateway is a, a device and coupled with a service that sits on your on-prem network and is able to um, do two things. One is it's able to seamlessly, um, uh, it's able to take uh, requests that are coming in as going to a storage gateway supported device and be able to um, storage gateway supported service and be able to transmute that, that call to that service. And it's also able to do some local caching to be able to provide uh, quicker access and, and, and so on and so forth. So that's what storage gateway does. Uh, WorkDocs does something slightly different. Uh, work for, in WorkDocs case, the, uh, the, the storage and all of the metadata, all of, all of the aspects with regard, to, with, the, with regard to your data, it all resides in the service itself. So there isn't a on-prem um, um, device as such that helps you with an interface with WorkDocs. That said, WorkDocs Drive is an application. It's a per-user application, not a multi-user application. So there's that differentiation as well. Did I make sense? We can talk more about it in detail. We can go into a lot of detail in terms of storage gateway implementations, NFS, and so on and so forth. But I'm happy to take that with you offline. If that's helpful. Any other questions? We're Sorry, starting, could I just? Uh, is yeah. that okay? We're starting to use uh, workspaces. It looks like this will be a good uh, complement, I would think, to the Amazon workspaces. Correct. We're doing about you know a thousand workspaces right now, starting up now. Um, I was asked by our infrastructure team to ask a question. I, I think you kind of answered it, but they were worried about because so much is of our shares are on, you know, a network share today, um, 
and it's fast. They're just worried about, you know, in the cloud, the latency. But I think effectively you're caching enough and you also index the entire thing in the cloud, correct? Yes. We do, okay. and, and latency is, is a double-edged sword. <laughs> right. It really depends. Latency is directly proportional to the amount of data you're accessing at any point in right. time. Right. So you're right in saying that, hey, look, if, you, if I'm looking at a per-file access per user, then the latency would hardly be noticeable, yeah. if at all. And if there is a massive bulk right. copy, then there's also the, the serialization process that yeah. takes care of some We of have that. a number of petabytes in shares right now. I think we'd I be interested. Uh, we're using a on-site proprietary solution or trying to get to a newer generation of it. I see. But I think they might be better off to use that storage for something else. <laughs> We'd be happy yeah. to discuss this with all you right. offline. So, yeah. all righty. Um, I I, yeah, your names are on the presentation, so I'll reach to our AWS rep. To Not a problem. We can definitely connect after this talk as well if you have time. Okay. I can give you more details. Sure. The only thing I wanted to call out is you already have workspaces, so effectively you have WorkDocs for free because Workspaces comes bundled with WorkDocs. So if oh, you've already okay. set up Workspaces, it's a trivial matter to set up the WorkDocs site as a bundle solution, and you have your network solution we, for free. We should start POCing it now then. Okay. Absolutely. Thank Unfortunately, we're out of time. Uh, we can do the sessions after well, with questions, okay. uh, but unfortunately, it's out of time. Yeah, we are here to answer all the questions. We can continue having the Q&A yeah, for the session. Thank, Thank you. you so much, folks. Thanks Thank for coming. You. Yeah.